The songwriter said that life is filled with swift transitions. Not on earth unmoved can stand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hands. And sometimes those swift transitions can make you feel like you're going through it all by yourself. This is The Motivated Mondays podcast, and we're here to start every week with a proclamation of praise, prayer, and absolute positivity. I'm your host, Dr. Al R. Harris Jr., and I want to thank you in advance for tuning in with us each and every Monday. Hey guys, thanks for joining me here on Motivated Mondays today. I am so glad to have your presence here and I pray that you are excited about being a part of this ministry. Hey, grab your Bibles right quick and go with me to St. Matthew chapter number 14, beginning at verse 25 to verse 33. There you will read a story of how Peter got out of a boat and he walked on water. I want to talk about that today and I want to just call it a few more steps. Just a few more steps. Listen, when I looked at this passage through spiritual spectacles, I discovered that the only thing that separated the average accomplishments of the other 11 disciples from the above average achievements of Peter was just a few more steps. Peter was not superhuman. He possessed all of the frailties, the faults, and finite limitations that all other humans possess. He wasn't exceptionally spiritual. He would be rebuked by Jesus when he allowed his fleshly thinking to cause him to try and impede the inevitable events of Jesus's ultimate purpose. Remember how it was that uh, Jesus had to say to him, get behind me, Satan. His carnal mind would cause him to pull out his pocket knife and cut off the ear of Malchaeus when they came to arrest Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. His faith would succumb to fear when the people began to interrogate him concerning his acquaintance and relationship with Jesus, so much so that he would lie and cuss about it. No, I want to suggest to you that Peter was able to distance himself from the pack because he was willing to take just a few more steps. May I suggest to you that the idea of achieving more success than others by taking just a few more steps is a principle that works in every area of life. The distance between an average grade of a C and an A on a paper can usually be attributed to the student's willingness to take just a few more steps. The regulation court size for high school basketball is 84 feet long and 50 feet wide. However, in college and pros, the regulation court size is 94 feet long and 50 feet wide. Just a few more steps. In high school and college football, only one foot has to be in bounds for a catch to be legal. However, both feet have to be in bounds for it to be legal in the pros. Just a few more steps. The difference between the MD and the CNA is a few hundred thousand dollars per year and just a few more steps. The mile time for the amateur avid runner is about 8 minutes and 32 seconds, but the mile time for the professional distance runner is about 5 minutes and 5 seconds, just a few more steps. The difference between a completed project and a project that is left in shambles is just a few more steps. And so when we look at it, this works in every area of life. That person that is going to distance themselves and place themselves in a a category that is beyond everybody else's is that person that is going to take just a few more steps. 
Today, we can decide whether or not we're going to be average or we're going to be that person that's exceptional by simply taking just a few more steps. The question that we have to ask ourselves is, what made Peter, uh, what caused him to go down in the annals of time and in the chronicles of history as a water walker? What did he do? What steps did he take in order to, to, to separate himself from the averageness of the other 11 disciples all the way to the above average actions that he took and that he goes down in history as that individual that is a water walker? Here it is. Just the three or four things that I want to share with you that you have to do, the steps that you have to make. The first step that you have to do is step up. You have to step up. Remember, they're out there in a boat and they're in the middle of a storm. And Jesus comes to them walking on the water. It's distant and it's dark all over the place because they're in the fourth watch of the night. But remember, when all the disciples saw Jesus, they thought that he was a spirit because he's walking on the water. Jesus says to them, be of good cheer, it is I. But it is Peter who steps up and says to him, Lord, if that's you, bid me to come unto you walking on the water. He steps up. May I suggest to you that many of us are failing to do great things and getting to know the God who is able because we're not willing to step up in that critical moment. And if you don't step up, how will you know that he can do it for real? Somebody has to be willing to step up. How will you know that he can heal your body if you won't step up and say, heal me, Lord? How will you know that he's able to grow your ministry, build your facilities, give you the school? How will you know that God is able to do anything but fail if you never put him to the test and say to him, God, I'm going to step up and put you to the test, remind you, put you in remembrance of your word, because all I have to do is step up. If you're going to distance yourself from the pack and do great things, you got to take just a few more steps. And that starts with step up. Watch the second thing. Not only must you step up, but then you have to step out. He not only stepped up and said, hey, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come unto you walking on the water. Jesus' response to him was, come. So now what does he have to do? He has to step out. Stepping out is the literal act of leaving the comfort of where you are. It means that you're stepping away from what is familiar, from what is safe. You have to step up and then you have to step out. You have to leave your boat most of us will hear and receive a word from God that will push us out of our comfort zone. But when we hear that word, come, the fact is we are not willing to step out. We stepped up and we said, I want to do it, Lord. But when he gives you that word and says, here's what you've got to do, then we're not willing to do it. All of them heard the exact same word. When Peter asked the question, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come unto you walking on the water. But the only one that is willing to step out is Peter himself. And if you're going to do great things, get beyond what is average. And Bishop Paul Martin Sr. describes average as simply being on top of the bottom. If you're going to not just be on top of the bottom, then you must step up and then you must step out. Can I ask you a question? What's keeping you from stepping out? Here's the third thing you have to do. Not only must you step up, not only must you step out, 
but then you got to step down. This is the step that most of us get stuck at. It's that step that is beyond the grasp of human reasoning. Because when you step down, the question is, step down into what? He steps up and says, if it's you, I'll come. And Jesus gives him the word come. So now he has to step out of the boat. But now if he steps out, he's stepping down into water. It's a step in a direction that is not the destination. It is a step into something that you cannot actually uh, explain how it's going to hold you, how it's going to keep you, how it's going to uh, uh, cause you not to, to, to drown or something. You're going to step out, step down into something that by all human conception, by all human evaluations, you're supposed to drown. You're supposed to sink in it. And he is going to walk on this stuff. Um my sister, when she was sick, she was uh, in Tulane Hospital, and the patient's rooms was in a part of the hospital where you had to go up across a breezeway. Now, the breezeway was not the actual destination, but it was the direction that you had to take in order to get to the patient's rooms. And all I'm trying to say to somebody here is that when you take that step into that direction, even though your destination is to go to where God wants you to go, the direction sometimes is a place that is absolutely unexplainable. It's a step in a direction that is not the destination. But watch this. It's a step into something without an explanation of how you'll be sustained. Because there are times that when God tells you to step out and step down, he tells you to step down into something that you could never explain how this is going to sustain me. Because, listen, if you step into water, the human body itself is not buoyant enough to float on the water. We will go down because we're heavier. We're supposed to sink. And yet... According to Jesus's word to Peter, you're going to walk on this water. Come to me and walk on the water. I can't explain it, but here's a situation where I have to trust the heart of God when I cannot trace the hand of God. I know we overuse that particular expression, but it is the truth. There are things that will happen in your life that God will call you and call you to do that you really can't explain it. You just have to trust him. And when you step down, not only is it a step in a direction that's not the destination, it's a step into something without an explanation, but then it's a step in which the results will be determined by faith. It is totally by faith. Will I trust God to do this for me? Elijah had to ask himself the same question. Will I trust God while I am by this brook called Kerith that God will actually send me meat and bread by a raven in the morning and in the evening? And will he allow this brook to supply me with my water? You're going to step up, step out, step down, and then you're going to step toward. Jesus is the destination. And Peter steps toward him. Oh, I understand. We all talk about the fact that he took his eyes off of Jesus and he places his eyes on the situation and he began to sink. But he also places his eyes back on Jesus when he calls out to him and says, Lord, save me. Because he understands the step in the, into the right direction of where my salvation lies is toward Jesus Christ. We are stepping towards our healing when we step toward him. We're step, stepping toward that which is going to sustain us when we step toward him. We're stepping toward our peace. We're stepping toward our joy whenever we step towards him. And so today, if you're going to do that, which is exceptional, 
If your name is going to go down in the annals of time of doing that which is great and doing what God has called you to do, it's going to be because you're going to have to make just a few more steps. I pray that something has been said that will help you today. And as you go on towards your journey to do the great things that God has called you to do, just make a few more steps. Here's what I really believe is that God has destined you to do something great. And if you're going to achieve it, you have to just make a few more steps. And as you make those few steps, I wish that you would do something. Give God praise every step of the way. If you'll give him praise every step of the way, even when you don't understand it, I promise you, God will give you the faith that will sustain you in whatever he's called you to do. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we thank you and we give you praise, Father God, that you've trusted us with such great assignments. And so, Father God, as you've trusted us, God, we make up in our minds today that we're going to trust you and go just a few more steps, Father God, to achieve what you have called us to do. And God, every step of the way, we will give you the praise and give you the glory. In Jesus' name, we ask it all. Amen. Hey guys, thanks again for joining us this week. Please know that as you face challenges, trials, and tribulations, that you've been given the power to go out and conquer the week.